This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English, episode number 313, baby, and we have a very special episode today. Now usually this would be the podcast where I have a close friend on like Boom Boom, Corporal Coma, etc, etc. The R&R conversation, I like to call it. Now today is a little bit different and I emphasize the little bit there because I had some recording problems for the R&R conversation, let's say, but I did have a real R&R conversation with Gabriel from the Clark and Miller podcast. Now, it's quite rare that I talk to someone from this online world, let's say, and have a real R&R conversation. By R&R conversation, obviously, I mean stupid, funny, lots of laughs. You know how it works on Rock and Roll English. But today, we definitely do that and have an R&R conversation as we talk about British tabloid newspapers. Now, remember, the tabloids in the UK are the, let's say, not good newspapers, not the really intelligent ones, let's say, where they write about real like political issues and things like this. That's probably not the best description, but yeah, I'm sure you know that word anyway. But more importantly, we talk about some of the hilarious stories you find in these papers and also the language they use. So lots to learn, lots of laughs, and also very useful to understand these tabloid newspapers, especially if you live in the UK. So we will jump into the conversation now. We did lose connection in the middle of this podcast around the 20 minute mark. You probably won't even notice. There's just a moment where I'm talking for a really long time and laughing at my own jokes. But that kind of happens a lot. Anyway, just one more thing. Remember, if you have any difficulty understanding the conversation, don't forget to check out my online course, Jungle Listening the only course on the market which actually teaches you how to listen and how to understand fast spoken English instead of just listen and hopefully you will understand. So the link to that is in the podcast you are listening to right now. The price is also going up this week so make sure you check it out. Anyway I will talk to you very quickly at the end because this is a longer podcast than usual. So Enjoy the conversation. I will talk to you again at the end. Happy listening. So, hello, Gabriel, and welcome to Rock and Roll English. Hello, Martin. How are you doing? Very well, thanks. Finally, you are here on the podcast. <laughs> so, for people that don't know, I was on Gabriel's podcast probably a couple of years ago now, something like that. That was really quite a while ago. Yeah, it was about a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah. And then I said, OK, we'll record one for me for Rock and Roll English. And then two years passed. And then I contacted you and said, hey, Gabriel, are you still up for doing that podcast? But here we are. Finally. It takes time. These things take time. <laughs> I actually <laughs> wrote to someone in 2017 and she responded to me last week about coming no on the podcast. Way. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is nothing, okay. Gabriel, this two years. Um, That's cool. When when I was on 
Gabriel's podcast, he said something which, let's say, tickled me. So when something tickles you, it makes you laugh a lot, which was when you referred to the word romp as oh, how romp. the the newspapers in the UK love that word. So for people that don't know it, in fact, you tried to describe it for me, Gabriel. How can we describe it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So like... um. Romp is such a like a, a tabloid, like an English mm. tabloid newspaper term. It's it's definitely got a sort of sexual overtone, I suppose. People who are, are having some sort of like sexual <laughs> fling, but they they're not supposed to. I guess it's illicit, right? But that's a, I hadn't it's, really thought about that actually. Yeah, because yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't get a married couple having like romping, would you? <laughs> no, that just sounds it, weird, right? Yeah, yeah, I hadn't thought about that part. The not supposed to, yeah, yeah. There's a sort of element of judgment going on. <laughs> These people are romping. How dare they? Exactly. So what? Yeah. So what I've got today <laughs> is exactly as you said there. Lots of these tabloid newspaper terms which you don't really find in normal day-to-day conversation but Mm -hmm. they seem to be in tabloid newspapers in the UK on a daily basis so I've got a Mm -hmm. few sentences and so I will read the sentence and then we can just kind of dissect it okay and to see what's going on so some of these I got from chat GPT some I got from forums and some I actually got from my memory. Okay, so here's the first mm-hmm. one. Okay, so I'll read the sentence. Okay. We'll talk about the context and then analyze the language. Okay, so that's great. That's going to be fun. Here we go. The defendant, right. Joe Bloggs, 42, who resides in a £600,000 house in London, arrived in court wearing a grey suit and tie. So, first of all, obviously, what's going on here? It's. Mm-hmm someone that's going into court but what language yeah. things have you noticed there gabriel so joe blogs right, okay, who resides in a six hundred thousand pound house in london right so I'm, I'm looking at um i'm going to start making notes now <laughs> now i know how this works uh resides that's very that's that's not a normal word yeah that that is true as well actually yeah yeah it means like lives right um yeah i guess it's it's just more formal isn't it Definitely. So one thing I noticed as well is how tabloids seem to always give the value of people's houses for some reason. So <laughs> right. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't really see how that is relevant to the fact mm. that he's going into court, that he lives in a £600,000 house. Yeah, um, I think, I mean, because, you know, journalism and especially tabloid journalism is kind of about like weaving a narrative, creating a story, right? Yeah. And you want your good guys and your bad guys. <laughs> and I, I guess because like the, the, the UK is very class conscious. So Absolutely. I'm imagining, here's my hot take on this, is that like they, they want this guy, they, they, they've decided he's the bad guy. And what, <laughs> what better way of making him the bad guy than just say that he, he lives in an expensive house? Maybe that's my theory. That's my hot take. I, no, I, it's, it's true. Do, because do you, think, do, you, do you think there's something in that? <laughs> you're much more intelligent than me noticing these things because I oh, hadn't really noticed that. But yeah, again, you wouldn't find that sentence of like, he lives in a £150,000 house, would you? Because it has to be 
an expensive house because that makes us then mm-hmm. hate this person more. Yeah, right. It's 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 p- placing him in the villain role. Yeah, right? the the bad rich guy, the Mister Burns character. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, um, was was the story like kind of was he kind of the bad guy in this story? So this is just something I've taken from a blog because also the name mm-hmm. Joe Bloggs. I'm sure you've heard that name yeah. before. Which yeah. in the UK, if you just have to give a random name of a person, it always seems to be Joe Bloggs. Um, and also that he arrived in court wearing a grey suit and tie. <laughs> like, I mean, that that's very normal clothes to wear to court. Mm. Like, you, you're wearing a suit and a tie. But again, they yeah, seem why to... Why did they say that? Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it reminded me as well, actually, of something else that I see. When there is an important court case, I assume that, obviously... Um, photographers are not allowed in so you you get someone that's done a a drawing of the person in court don't you of like i don't know this famous person in court and someone's done literally a hand drawing of this person it's strange isn't it i remember that from like when i was a kid and i was like why the when you're watching the news and they're showing all these pictures but it's all very (laughs) serious but it's all like kids pictures not kids but they're like just yeah not no, art drawings i yeah. agree and you kind of look at it and you think yeah I, I think that does kind of look like michael jackson but uh <laughs> you, if i look closely it does kind of look like him but yeah that's another strange yeah. one um, that's weird I, isn't it yeah it's it's a very strange thing that happens but okay so the next one okay okay so it begins so a source close to the family said a secret love child has emerged casting doubt on the politician's integrity so what things can you take from this my first thing is actually i I won't say but very close to the beginning of the sentence a source Mm -hmm. close to the family what does that tell you okay yeah so a source close to the family i mean journalists have sources right this is where they get their information from yeah that's a a source a source close to the family i mean you know you can speculate is that a neighbor is that another family member with my my take on Uh, this every time i read a source or an insider or something like that i just think this basically means this part is absolute rubbish and mm. the newspaper have just decided to make their own opinion about this and include, ah, include this. I suppose, yeah, because if you're a journalist and you couldn't get any proper, like, story out of it and you wanted to make something up, you could just say that because journalists don't have to reveal their sources. That's exactly thing. So they can just make up a source. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I actually remember any time I was reading a tabloid newspaper in a cafe or something, as soon as I saw the bit where it said a source or an insider, I just thought, right, I'll skip this bit because this bit is clearly utter bollocks. And then I'll go to the other bit. Because like you said, if it's a real person, then and this person says this, then that's much more credible. But if someone just Mm. says to me, oh, someone told me, I'm immediately Mm -hmm. thinking, is this true? Yeah, I mean, you feel less inclined to to not believe something if you don't know where they found it out <laughs> exactly. from. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, there's so, some good, there's some juicy, juicy language in this one as well. Oh, this, the, this... the the secret love child, I think. Love child, that's <laughs> great. I love that because love child. It sounds so nice, you know. Love plus child, <laughs> two things that most people like. And um, yeah, but it's so sordid. It's mm. like it's evidence of romping. <laughs> when, <laughs> when, you, when you have a love child, it's like. It's the same sort of judgment, isn't it? It's the same sort of like, like sinful behavior feeling going on, right? Like uh, a love child. <laughs> Absolutely. Proof. It's of an wrongly. illegitimate child, isn't it? A love child is, 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 for lack of a better term, actually, there are better terms, but I'm going to use this one anyway. It's a bastard, right? It's a, it's a, <laughs> it is a literal bastard. It's literally what it means, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Am I am I getting that right? No, no, that that is right. Yeah, it's very mm. rare you hear the word bastard in that no. <laughs> like its original context, let's oh, say I original see. meaning. Yes, yes. But yes. Uh, but yeah, that that is it's I think like the word bitch, isn't it? Of like mm. female dog. Female it's, dog. Yeah, again that yeah. word is not really used that much too. I suppose so, and I guess you know, getting geeky about it. There's a point when people start using a word in a different way for so long that the original meaning is no longer its meaning. Yeah, no, it gets I, robbed in a way, I, I suppose. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, so this next one, this is one I, I mm. got from, I kind of put this together because I remember reading this a few years ago, actually, but there are a few really nice words in this one. So this was talking about when, Facebook changed its design, okay? And okay. the sentence is, one outraged Facebook user slammed mm-hmm. the new design of the website, saying, mm-hmm. quote, it just doesn't make sense. So <laughs> what do you think about this one? Okay, some good stuff here. Slammed. Slammed is great. so good. Yeah, that's a good term. <laughs> do we, so, you see it outside the papers a bit, right? Like... But, Some people, do you hear that well, elsewhere? If, I would hear that, uh, like you slammed. He slammed the book on the mm. table. But of in course. in mm. this, for um, the listeners that maybe have difficulty mm. understanding this, because newspaper language is very difficult, isn't it? With all of these crazy adjectives yeah. and lots of other crazy language. So it like slammed. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not happy with it. Let's say because that's it. People are never just mm-hmm. unhappy or annoyed. They are like it says here, outraged, and they slam things. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. in in this forum that I was reading, so it's another meaning of slam is to slam someone. They said it sounds a bit like the WWF, like wrestling, where you see people mm. get slammed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, like a pile driver sort of wrestling move, slamming <laughs> them into the ground. I guess that's that's it, right? That that's how we got this. It is it. it an idiom or a metaphor um yeah using slam like this to criticize i suppose harshly criticize yeah 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 that, that's a, a perfect way to describe it you will often see yeah. it in politics as well because they don't like disagree with new policies mm-hmm. they slam mm-hmm. the new policies mm-hmm. which um yeah is absolutely lovely language yeah i love i love this again like the outraged as well like outraged and slammed. Um, these are like really powerful words. They're really um, sort of, uh, they have a lot of like 
impact to yeah, them. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, that's why um, tabloids are so popular. I think because it's just much more exciting to read such like kind of exaggerated descriptions of things. Exactly. So, yeah, because yeah, if you just see he's unhappy with the new website design, you're kind of like, oh, yeah. But when he slams it, you're kind of like, oh, blimey, he's outraged. Yeah. This, this is, the thing is, is right. This guy doesn't seem too bothered. He just says it doesn't make sense. That seems to be the the most the the worst criticism they could get out of this guy. <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's not it's not the big it's not really slamming it, but that's why I, I, reading the tabloids is fun, right? Because you have this bombastic language, and then you have this real like kind of like mild sort of reality that you see through it sometimes, and it's kind of funny. Is yeah. Doesn't no. make sense. Oh yeah, what a slamming! <laughs> Doesn't make <laughs> that, sense. Take that, Facebook. <laughs> that, no, that that is so true. You you read the headline, and you think like, oh my god, this seems this seems serious. And then when you actually read what the person actually said, like this, you often yeah. just think, hmm, not so sure. But I actually remember reading that story at the time, and I just remember thinking mm. like who is this person anyway and what what is he to tell or who is he to tell like mark zuckerberg about how to run things he's probably just some like 20 year old this was actually before i, th- I remember this was about sort of 2007 2008 mm. so you go on the computer open facebook the designs change and where have they found this guy anyway like why is he such an expert about facebook yeah but- <laughs> Why are they asking him? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> was this like he was just some guy, right? Yeah, he just wasn't a... like a, a graphic design expert or no user interface, user experience, exactly like, professional or anything. He was just a Joe Blogs. He <laughs> just you could say exactly a Joe Blogs, mm. a Facebook user. Because that that's the other thing. They often they give these kind of descriptive words, don't they? And mm. he's just a simple Facebook user, like millions of other people around the world literally billions of people yeah i think now yeah yeah um yeah so, no that was that was cool i love i love yeah it's really cool like the newspapers and the exaggerated language yeah and well in fact this this next one this is very oh, exaggerated cool. so this one i got from chat gpt mm-hmm. and they generated okay. and this is something i can perfectly imagine seeing in the newspaper so i'll read the the headline mm-hmm. and the little bit of the story that it has so sizzling supermodel gg's beach vacation photos break the internet one onlooker <laughs> said the d cup actress was having a whale of a time on the boat and that he had the breast view now there's oh lots. My God. <laughs> there's so much to unpack here, which is probably another good pun for that article. Um, let, can we go from the beginning? Can we go piece by piece? This is brilliant. So uh, yeah, I think even the first word. So si- sizzling supermodel alliteration. Yeah, straight away. Exactly, and just that sizzling—you just think, "Wow!" Like yeah. obviously, something sizzles. Like if you put like meat on a barbecue, like you have that like sizzle, and so that's what obviously this supermodel Gigi, her beach mm-hmm. beach vacation photos break the internet as well. Break the that's... internet. I love that phrase. <laughs> yeah, because that's used a lot, right? That's like it is. Yeah, like when 
this is of early meme culture, this phrase came out, right? Like when, you know, sort of, what would it be? What used to break the internet? Like um, some sort of Photoshop job that made somebody look terrible or something stupid like that. And then like, or like some sort of really sick burn yeah. when somebody slammed somebody really effectively <laughs> and it broke the internet or... But it, know, an album, an album gets released, and everyone downloads it, and it breaks the internet. But, yeah, yeah. It's just I've, has the internet ever actually been broken? The oh no, like the internet is broken now. Yeah, it's definitely metaphorical, right? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, completely an idiom. Yeah, yeah. It's good though. It's, it's it does the job, right? It's an effective, oh, yeah. effective idiom. That I mean, that, head, that headline: sizzling supermodel Gigi's mm. beach vacation photos break the internet. I want to see these photos. Like that's making me want to see these photos of supermodel yeah, Gigi. Really well written headline. Yeah. yeah. And the rhythm as well, like dun da da dun da dun da dun da dun da dun da it's got this sort of like it's just throwing stuff at you like constantly. Absolutely. What's the next part of that? So we've then got the one onlooker again. So someone just someone there. So this part is absolutely hilarious said the d cup actress so describing (laughs) someone by her bra size is just Mm -hmm. like that is just so obscene isn't it i mean like i said this come from chat gpt but that is something that i can perfectly imagine in a tabloid newspaper easily yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) the sort of stuff they do good job chat there um yeah i like the word onlooker just to get away from from the interesting <laughs> bit briefly, just because onlooker um, and passerby, these are these are kind of interesting words that have the same sort of feeling to them, don't they? Yeah. Onlooker, passerby, but yeah, referring to someone by their by their bra size is quite something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And these onlookers, yeah, and when someone has, especially, I can, I know the tabloids love this of a good-looking woman, famous woman, on holiday at the beach. That is like a massive story, isn't it? So mm. basically, it's just someone staring at this person at the beach. And like all other people at the beach, she's probably wearing a bikini. Uh, but mm-hmm. that seems to be a massive news story. Well, I mean, it's all in the writing, isn't it? If you'd mm. just written, man stares at woman in bikini, I don't think <laughs> so many people would have read it. But that's essentially the story, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So then, so yeah, we said the D-cup actress was having a whale of a time on the boat. So nice. They're having a great time. And that he had the breast view. Now, these onlookers as well just seem to have the ability of making these puns. So these obviously Mm -hmm. jokes with a play on word. And again... They're not describing this person. They're just saying one onlooker. Did the onlooker really exist or was there just a photographer from the newspaper taking pictures of the D-cup actress? <laughs> we don't know. Because like you said, that story is man stares at woman in bikini, really, isn't it? <laughs> so uh, here's another one which I think is brilliant. The steamy love triangle between the characters keeps viewers hooked on the TV drama. Now, what do you like about that? The steamy love triangle between the characters keeps the viewers hooked on the TV drama. 
Nice. What do you well, think? steamy, love tri- triangle hooked. These, <laughs> yeah. are the, these are the powerful words, right? Steamy is like Definitely. sizzling, isn't it? We got steaming, yeah. we got sizzling, we got heat and cooking metaphors for <laughs> for sort of, I don't know, what is this sort of um, sexy vibes? That, that, yeah, <laughs> That's all, the technical term. It's, yeah, sexy vibes. Yeah, mm-hmm. like all of this sexy language, like you said, is so... Like like you said, steamy and all of the rest of them immediately make you think. Oh, and the the love triangle love as well. Love triangle's like great, yeah. Because obviously, for people that don't know, that normally, I'm not saying always, but a relationship has two people. So if there are three, there's one person that shouldn't be there. So something's happening mm-hmm. in this relationship that yeah. shouldn't be happening. Um, th- three way, yeah, and it's usually sort of something not cool right is unstable a love triangle oh yeah yeah exactly you can't maintain a love triangle for very long i heard i heard a really cool phrase recently it's very recent um have you heard this one a thruple a thruple no tell me what is it it's like a couple a couple but it's three right okay it for me this is different from a love triangle because a love triangle i feel is like illicit people are hiding things from each other it's all a bit sordid it's rumpy more romping but i think a thruple it feels very like um zoomery if you know what i mean right. the, so, so that's a new term for people that are in like a three-way relationship mm-hmm. right yes but this is right. all very okay. consensual it's all very in the open right they're very okay. honest with each other it's just like every, everyone knows the deal and everyone's cool with it um, right. okay which is kind of cool right like i like that yeah. it's nice it's much <laughs> it's, it sounds a lot more healthy than a than a love triangle <laughs> love triangle feels like it's going to explode or implode i suppose fall apart yeah absolutely mm-hmm. um but so there it keeps viewers hooked so yeah, it keeps people hooked. watching a love a lovely yeah. word but when i read this i also did think how i remember when i was a child it was like sometimes front page news about things happening in british soaps so british tv dramas so Basically, there was front page news about a fictional TV show and people would always find out what was going to happen before. And I remember like like mm-hmm. my friends at school or people telling me these the storylines. And I was just thinking, what? Spoilers. What is the point of this? <laughs> exactly. The news is spoiled. Yeah, it's like Neighbours and EastEnders and all these soap operas. You you could go on websites and find out what was going to happen. And I had a friend who did this, and like she was really into EastEnders, but she had to find out what was going to happen before she watched it. And I was like, Karen, don't you like? Why don't don't you want to sort of enjoy it? And she's like, oh, I don't enjoy it unless I know what's going to happen. Yeah, no, I I remember the same, and I actually was quite a big fan of EastEnders back in the day in the nineties. And I remember one of my friends at school told me what was going to happen because I always didn't want to know. I wanted the excitement. Mm-hmm. And I remember we actually had a big argument. I was like, but and he, he, I actually remember he, the way he described it was it was impossible for me not to find out because it was on the front page of the newspaper. That's not a very um, good reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But still it is crazy how yeah, on yeah. the front page of newspapers, there's things happening in fictional TV shows. I don't know if it's still the case. Can we still call them newspapers if they're doing that? I mean, (laughs) exactly. if your news is news from another reality, is that legit? 
absolutely um okay so in fact Mm -hmm. okay i've got two more so this this one okay we've been to this territory before but here's another um lovely word in particular so the celebrity's career takes a hit as the raunchy sex tape scandal surfaces so um what do we think about that there's one word in particular which certainly grabs read it one more time Let's, let's celebrity's listen. career takes a hit as yeah. the raunchy yeah. sex tape scandal surfaces that's such a good word right in the middle of that <laughs> sentence yeah raunchy right that's the one you're thinking of. absolutely yeah, of yeah, course yeah. that's the one that jumps straight out at totally you again uh, um to describe it again it's kind of, it's all connected to like steamy and mm-hmm. like all of these other ones we've had something obviously you know, it's sexual but this raunchy sex tape um there have been lots of them the sex tapes over the years yeah it's funny that they're still called sex tapes right because there's no (laughs) there's no tape in them anymore Um, (laughs) but yeah totally (laughs) yeah definitely we need to change the terminology there yeah Um, but i'm again amazing because i don't see so many tabloids these days but i don't know if that happens so frequently but yes yeah, certainly sort of turn of the millennium where like webcams start, mm-hmm. started it was really a thing wasn't it yeah yeah <laughs> well and the thing is i always just thought if you're famous and someone says shall we use the webcam just say no because you know <laughs> this is going to be in the tabloids very it's soon gonna, it's not going to end well yeah, yeah yeah but i i'd imagine in a way it might happen even more now right because you know, it's so, it's, so it's much easier to so easy to to film. Um, yeah, phones are <laughs> everywhere. Um, and what's the deal? I don't. I never understood the sort of culture of it. What, are they secretly being filmed, or have they agreed to make a tape? <laughs> like, what's the deal? Like, <laughs> is it? And do you think it's also maybe just a way? Because if you if you you know somebody publishes a sex tape against your will in in theory, but you've actually arranged for the whole thing to happen i mean it is a big public it could be a really big publicity move right it it, it could be as they say all publicity is good publicity because mm. that certainly let's say puts you on the map um, yeah and this this one is actually quite connected to very it's almost the same in fact this isn't really so much of a language thing just the type of article you will see which i believe is known as a kiss and tell so and the headline would be my my night of passion with robbie williams for example some my night of passion with insert famous name Mm -hmm. Um, and this one i got from a forum and somebody said how it always has normally a girl wearing not many clothes in this newspaper article talking about her night of passion with this famous person and then somewhere in the article it will say she is worried about what her parents may think (laughs) and then (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah no i I just get baffled by how these things are so so big do you know what i mean like oh yeah of course they sell so many papers like famous person like having a romantic relationship with someone like that's not it's not really a news story, but yet mm-hmm. that will be a, like a massive two-page spread, probably front page and at least two pages inside the tabloid newspaper. Mm. But the um, 
the, I've seen that as well so many times of worried what her parents may think. So she's yeah. telling the world, well, t- telling everyone in the country about her night of passion with someone, which generally is not something you talk to your parents about. Mm-hmm. And also then in the article wearing not many clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, oh, actually, I do have um, just one more, actually, which, again, mm-hmm. this is something I specifically remember reading myself i actually sent it to a friend because i thought it was so good so this was actually talking about footballer now obviously the i think people know about like the culture of footballers and how they're supposed to be let's say and it said so i remember the player as well vincent company said he would rather read a book in capital letters (laughs) than go to the pub (laughs) i mean it's it's presented as an either or situation. One of my favourite hobbies is both go to the pub, get a drink, read a book. It's just but heaven. Yeah. It I just love the outrage of like, can <laughs> you believe he would he would rather read a book? Like a is book. he totally mental? Who reads a book? Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Like it's especially he he's a footballer, like what is he doing reading a book? And he would rather do that than go to the pub. Like, is this person wow. crazy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is just mad. Yeah, who would do that? Um, this reminds me a lot. How, do you did you ever um, get into Bill Hicks? Uh, no. Yeah, he's this sort of American comedian from the nineties, really funny, and he's oh, talking right, about okay. how he's um, like he's touring the Midwest in the states, and um, he's at like a waffle bar or something, and <laughs> like. He's he's sitting down reading a book, you know, just eating his waffle, and then the waitress comes up to him and says, "Like, what are you reading for?" He's like, "Not what am I reading, but what am I reading for?" And um, then like, big trucker t- comes up to him, says, "Oh, looks like we got ourselves a reader." And it's like he's he's like, "What's happened? Where am I? I'm just reading a book in a waffle bar." Um, and yeah, he's sort of uh, illustrating how how. Some people really do think like that. The reading is just like the most strange thing that they, they could possibly imagine. Absolutely. And the, the British tabloids obviously definitely agree with you because they do have that like capitalizing letters, don't, don't they? A lot as well. Like <laughs> book. Oh my God. So the, book, the word book was capitalized in this, right? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Can I, I guess which perfect. paper? I've still was? got the picture. <laughs> are we, are we you allowed can, to? You say? can have a. Yeah, have a go, yeah. Okay, so this is going to be one one of those papers that have like a red font. Those are the, the most caps locky <laughs> tabloids, right? So there was like yeah. the Daily Star was for a while. Was that right? Uh-huh. I don't know my tabloids, do I? Um, but I'm going to go for the sun. I'm going to assume it's the sun. The sun. It was the sun. Yeah. Of yeah. course. That's yeah. classic sun, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Um, one word they didn't use in that, actually, which is another word I see used when they're talking about someone like a scientist or something, we use the word, which I only ever heard when I was a child at school of boffin, like the oh, yes. boffin scientist. Oh, I miss that so, word. <laughs> boffin. So, Do they still so, use that? I, I mean, I'm talking about years ago, the last mm. time I read um, a tabloid newspaper, but I remember seeing that a lot. So a, a boffin would be someone like, let's say intelligent, like studious person. When I was at school, there was the grammar school, which um, gem- people have to pass an exam to go there. So generally, let's say more intelligent people. But 
our school, we all thought it was hilarious to call them boffs, boffins. Boffs. And I went to mm-hmm. I went to a Catholic school, mm. and they used to call us Bible bashers because I remember we were just the bashing bash. each other with with Bibles all day. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, it's, spod is another one we got we used. Oh right, I've not heard spods. It's like no. boffin. It's like kind of oh, nerd, right, okay. nerdy, nerdy kids, kids who are into like science and. Reading people books. that um, read. Exactly, I was just about to say that. Yeah. That read books. Readers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those bloody readers, hey. Yeah. Um, but so that does bring us to the end of our podcast. Oh, it's been an absolute that was so pleasure. good. I really enjoyed that. That was such a good idea. I've made a list. Do you want? To, can we quickly go through the oh, list? Of okay. The, the, oh, okay. let's go. Vocab yeah. that I really enjoyed from today. Okay. Um, and that, uh, they're all kind of in the same theme we started with romp right which was left okay, over from what the a last place to one start. Yeah, yeah yeah romp. I, when you said that like i said mm-hmm. i had never thought and i just i remember on your podcast i just could not stop laughing when you mentioned <laughs> how newspapers always use the word romp oh, and that romp. has stayed with me every time i see that word i just oh, i love it it's a good you know what i'm looking for a band name at the moment for my band romp is not bad i bet it's taken (laughs) i'm I'm gonna make a note of that um (laughs) yeah so we've got romp we've got love child we've got raunchy we've got love triangle and we've got kiss and tell yeah this this is the sort of tabloid sordid (laughs) sort of sexy vibes world that they they inhabit Yeah. yeah absolutely sex sells as they say but so just to tell people i've Mm -hmm. i I mentioned this in the intro but gabriel obviously doesn't just talk about funny things in newspapers you (laughs) have your english teaching thing so Mm -hmm. tell us where we can find out more about you yeah so um yeah my partner and i have a blog um if if anyone still reads blogs uh, it's clark and clark and miller.com yeah we readers if any readers out there um clark and miller.com it basically has everything so clark and miller so clark like clark kent and miller like the beer clark and miller.com uh we have a blog um with basically lots of english lessons a podcast uh we've got a youtube channel as well so you can find if you look at clark look for clark miller on youtube look for clark miller on instagram we're all over the place uh these days if you want fresh content it's more happening in the instagram youtube area um yeah we've also got tiktok but i'm terrible at um updating that <laughs> same um, <laughs> but I, I will include links to all of this in the show notes oh, thanks um, martin nice so Thanks a lot for coming on, Gabriel. It's been an absolute yeah, pleasure. Thanks and so much for inviting we'll, me. We'll talk again soon. It was a bit of a, a romp, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Thanks so much, Mark. Okay. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye bye. Cheers, mate. Bye bye. So there we have it. The end of the conversation about the British tabloids and the language that they use. Now, normally I talk about vocabulary, but. I don't really want this podcast to go on much longer. I really try to keep podcasts 20 minutes and I've just realized we're coming up to 40. So all of the vocab stuff will be in the show notes. So go to rockandrollenglish.com, click podcast episodes, find the latest episode and then you will find the vocab there and links to all Gabriel's stuff. So thanks a lot for listening, everyone. I will see you all very soon. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks.
so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.